Hi, this is Christopher at Radiant Fire Radio. I have my lovely <laughs> wife here with the Daughters of the King. And we are going to do a follow-up message to the real truth about Zelensky. Um, it was good to see the responses. And this was a, uh, a message that we put out there. It was definitely put out under a little bit of duress because some people in the body of Christ don't want to hear the truth. And it was really good to hear some of the responses that came back from you all saying this is things that you all saw and felt in your spirit but didn't get a confirmation in truth. Um, we've known for a long time that the press in the United States is withholding truth from us. We know that um, the government is definitely aimed at hurting uh, people who are trying to find the truth and making them look silly, like they don't know what they're talking about. And the corporate media system at hand is meant is meant and working to try to keep us in the dark. So, um, did you have any opening comments? Well, all that you're saying is true. <laughs> And um, it's really unfortunate because a lot of people are left in the dark, per se, because they want to believe a lie. Um, recently, I had wrote an article called Truth Versus Lies, and it was, you know, based off of people following uh, deception. And um, God doesn't want us to be deceived. He, want, he wants us to be well-rounded people, his people, um, and his people have his spirit, his people have common sense, his people have wisdom and knowledge, and this is what we want to give you all as our audience, um, we're not in it for, uh, what do you call it, fame, fame or money, or money. Um, it is really important for us to share the truth because this is, this is what God would want his people to know the truth. Um, we are very grateful for the followers. We're, we're very grateful for um, a few of the comments that was written from the post, uh, the truth about Zelensky. I want to read a few of them here. Um, Wake Up Christians said, thank you so much for standing for the Lord. That's important, y'all, standing for the Lord. You know, a lot of times, um, Christopher and I, we get, uh, I'm going to say, a backlash on the truth. And we know it's from the enemy. And we'll try to, well, I try to say, you know, we know we're fighting an enemy. It's not necessarily the people. It's the spirit that the people um, carry. So I was grateful to hear Wake Up Christians say, thank you for standing for the Lord, because that is our um, focus. Yes. Um. They also said, my discernment meter has been going off about this, and I've searched and searched online for a fellow uh, Christian's response that supports the biblical view, but have uh, found none. You are the first. So this is the person that you were talking about that uh, reached out this tweet. So that's very encouraging, y'all, because sometimes it feels as if no one is listening. Sometimes yeah. it feels as if you don't want to say you're wasting your time because you know you're not wasting your time if God is calling you to do it. But, um, you know, sometimes it really does fall on deaf ears. And we're just trying to, you know, push forth and say, hey, this is what the spirit of God showed us and let it fall wherever it falls. That's the truth. You know, it's it's disheartening when people profess Christianity, leadership in the church professes Christianity and they refuse to accept new information. Yes, the things that Russia did in the past were horrific, horrendous. And if it wasn't for Vladimir Putin himself saying, we recognize our own mistakes, and we are changing, we're not allowing these things and these practices to take place anymore, you know, if, if that information wasn't out there, I would probably be in line with everybody else saying this is what's going on. But he's he's made these public statements 
He's come against the neo-Nazi party. He's come against this Azov group that's out there that is terrorizing his people. Yes. And for Christians, very well-known popular Christians, to say that we stand with Ukraine and not understand the bottom line that this is a fight between Islam and Christianity, mm -hmm. and then to stand with Islam, mm -hmm. what's going to happen to these leaders? First of all, when they realize that they were wrong. Second of all, when they realize that not only were they wrong, they led their people down the wrong path. This is disheartening because, as the person that we just read made the comment, discernment. Yes. We need to see more discernment in the body of Christ. Everybody accepts people for face value, and they just they just take it and run with it because we don't want to say um, you're wrong. We don't want to be in the appearance of being judging, but the reality is there has to be some level of discernment or judgment that takes place on things that are being said. Yeah. Um... Unfortunately, because the United States of America's government is filled with darkness, um, people in these high positions and seats have their own motives. Um, unfortunately, more than half of uh, the U.S. is being swayed, and that's including the church, um, to believe a lie. And my heart goes out to Putin, even though I know God is going to protect him because I really believe in my heart of hearts that God is calling this man in this season to do something um, similar to President Trump. And um, America has failed because they want to live in darkness. Um, and the enemies just having full full and complete, <laughs> I can't say full and complete control because God is in, is in all control, but the enemy's having a good time right now because um, they have, you know, and I think you probably talked about this before, they have cut off uh, the Russian media from making the true statements that's really going on. And if you're not following yourself what Putin has been putting out there with his speeches, you're going to keep believing the media that is a false uh, narrative. Yeah. yeah, it's given it's given a false narrative, mm -hmm. and it's it's actually putting out there instead of the media being objective, they are subjective. Meet, which means they have a viewpoint and they want you to believe that. Mm -hmm. And in the past, the media's job was to present information and let you make the decision. They're making the decision for you already. And it's sad because the leaders in the church are, are listening at CNN, Fox News, um, even some of the newer news outlets that are out there, and they're taking what they're saying as the gospel and running with it, and it's not the truth. It's, it's a lie. It's been something that's been stirred up to make the Russians look bad, in the United States good. Mm -hmm. And what we're failing to realize right now is the course of actions that we've taken by enacting these sanctions upon Russia has opened the doorway for Vladimir Putin to say to the entire world, we're getting off of the dollar. You're going to, if you want oil from us, you're going to pay for it with the Russian ruble. What is this going to do to the United States? It's going to destabilize the dollar. It's going to destabilize our economy. And this is exactly what has taken place. I went further into his latest speech that they have a transcript available for from March 21st. And Vladimir Putin again says, I don't want Ukraine. Right. I don't want anything to do with taking their land from them. I'm still willing to work with them and give them some of the things that they're asking for, as long as they stop the terrorism against those people who want to speak Russian, who want to continue their Russian heritage, and who want to live as Christians. Yes. He's saying that openly, plainly. Yep. But you're not hearing this in our media. Our media is covering this up. 
all of this started, I'm going to go all the way back to President Obama, former President Obama, when there was a ban on anything that was against the Islamic religion. And when this started, this continued, this practice continued. Just like you're not supposed to talk about uh, transgender, you're not supposed to talk about homosexuality, and you're, you're placed upon a, a watch list or a terrorist group organization because you do such things, these practices have continued. And for you to fail to see that and to see that Biden is another third leg of the Obama administration and he's continuing these practices without actually saying them, you're missing the bigger picture. Um, you know, recently Joe Biden had a speech that uh, a few people had put out there because it was one of those uh, many moments that he had where he, he, it was something that was just totally off the wall that he said from the very beginning. And it was something similar to him saying, you know, so-and-so just gave my speech and he walked off. And I, I'm assuming somebody told him to go back and get, give your speech. And, you know, this blows my mind because this is a president that is clearly not stable enough to present himself in a healthy way. And, um, and this is the deception that's going on right now because... Because of the way he presents himself, people are underestimating what's actually being done through him. Um, Biden is a smart man. He's an intelligent man. That's the first I've heard that. Yeah. But because of the way he presents himself, he can't carry himself effectively in public, you know, in the conservative media is good for doing this, pointing out all of the dumb things that he does, tripping up the stairs, not being able to get into the White House. We are in the midst of a Trojan horse situation. We're thinking, oh, this is just a gift that's coming to us from the people of Troy, and they want to welcome us into society, and they want to, they want to be friends with us. But the whole time, when that Trojan horse gets opened up, there's all kinds of weaponry and attacks and bombardments that are taking place, and they're being done at the hand of Biden. Mm -hmm. Someone is controlling him, making him do these things, but to the degree that us as Christians are saying, oh, he's nothing, to the degree that us as Republicans are saying, you know, we're going to get this back in 2022, we're losing ground. We're losing precious ground because we're, we're saying well, we're just going to wait. We're going to wait until President Trump gets back in office and after he gets back in office, he'll be able to overturn all of these things. Do you realize that they still have not overturned the Obamacare system? It's still in play, still in effect and the man has been out of office going on almost six years. The legislation that he did in order to entangle the United States healthcare system into a mess that is keeping us in bondage is still in play. I don't know if you all seen, um, may, maybe not, but there is a gentleman named Tommy. I don't know his last name, um, but you know, I recently had saw this on YouTube or Facebook. And this gentleman was on Sid Roth. Sid Roth is a Christian that, uh, you know, he's big out there, but he invites people uh, onto his show to share stories or to share whatever um, is going on at that moment. But this guy uh, basically said that God showed him a dream of Obama. And um, it was around the time that he was going to run before his first election, um, his first what have you. And um, he had the dream, and the dream was that Obama, you know, sat down at a table. I think he, he said he poured a bowl of cereal and told Tommy that um, he was going to be um, the next president. And he said, I'm going to place laws in the land that will forever destroy this land, and I'm going to get away with it because I'm black. Oh, yeah. my yeah. gosh. He said he woke up out of that dream shaking, terrified. 
And his father was like, well, who is going to be the next president? He told him it was going to be Obama. His father was so happy because here's the thing. This is to the black community. You all have been waiting for a, a black president. And I remember years ago, my pastor, who was a, prof uh, a prophet, told her, God told her that you're, the people want a king. I'm going to let them get a king. And then I'm going to allow for them to see what they wanted. So, you know, Obama, it, he really rubs me the wrong way because I don't care if he's black or not. Um, who is he? Okay. Demonic. He's demonic and he's a deceiver. And he had all, before he was elected and president or, or as president in 2008, um, he was doing things as a senator. Didn't even know that until recently. And it, got, it goes back to Ukraine. He had promoted, he was one of the people that promoted this um, bio lab, whatever you want to call it. Everybody wants to know that Putin is actually trying to get investigated um, to see what's going on. In 2005, uh, Obama helped the Ukrainian people get this, this lab that they're trying to cover up. And then he ended up getting into office. So, so guess what he did while he was in office in 2014? In the midst of all of these different uh, political upheavals that took place in the Middle East, Obama was responsible for putting in another leader into the Ukraine in 2014 that believed the same way that Obama did. What happened was this leader left off. Uh, Zelensky was elected in 2019. Mm -hmm. So I, I want to make sure I get that straight. But if it wasn't for what Obama did in 2014, Zelensky wouldn't be here. But the United States is responsible for putting in a regime inside of Ukraine that was favorable to the United States' level of corruption, greed, and just like my wife was saying, these bio labs that are illegal that the United States is participating in has been providing funding for all of these years, was started and continued, continues to be funded by the United States, was started by Obama. It was started by his party. The things that went on in Libya the things that went on with the Arab Spring that took place where all of these so-called political uprisings that were natural and organic and the people really wanted these, they were plants by the United States, by the Muslim leader in the United States to start Muslim empires in different places around the world. Here's, the, here's what burns me up, y'all. Obama deceived the church because yeah. he was walking around here people and this is the black community yes i'm very disturbed yes because that spirit in obama the antichrist spirit knew how to wiggle itself through the black community and all the people wanted was a black leader they didn't want righteousness they didn't want to see the truth and now you know, when Trump gets into office, people are saying, oh, you didn't support. This is this is a, a, a comment to the evangelicals, the white evangelicals. Oh, you didn't want to support Obama like you did President Trump. And it's because maybe those people have a discernment and understanding that Obama was evil from the beginning. Yes. And for me being black, many people assume when they have conversations with me, I'm just like, the regular black church. And I'm not because color means nothing to me. Nope. So here's the crazy part. When you go and you speak about Obama, people immediately close their ears. This is to the black community because how dare you talk about the first black president? He is a god in this earth. Are you kidding me? What did your God do for you when he put the different colors on the White House yeah, the to represent flag. to represent the LGBTQ community, yet he was standing as a Christian, knowing 
that that is an antichrist spirit. God didn't do that. What, what did your God do for you when he didn't really support the black community like President Trump was trying to support the black community? It's, it's the mindsets in the black community are not right. No. And God is trying to uh, correct that. But it's only going to be a certain amount of black people that's catching on because you know why? Color has become an idol. Yes. Color has become a God. And justice, uh, the spirit of justice and, and, and entitlement is there for the black community. And th- that all of that needs to go to the wayside. Yes. I'm sorry, y'all. Obama gets me stirred up because he's a son of a gun. I'm telling you, he is not of God. And so many people have so many pictures, so many things that, uh, you know, they're in their house. That if, if Obama ran today, he would get reelected. Absolutely. Now, let me tell you this. If I didn't know what I know because of the discernment that God has given me, I would probably like Obama because he seems like he's like, oh, he just seems like he's very charismatic. He's down to earth and he identifies that he can he can do he can relate to everybody. And this is why everybody likes him. He doesn't have any type of judgment or what have you against anybody. So everybody's like, oh, he's just a wonderful, handsome guy. But really, it's to his own gain. He can care less about all of this stuff. I think he really wants power. And he's trying to help the Islam people, which is an enemy of God. Because it just is. So you tell me, is he a Christian? No, he's not. He's not a Christian. He's a seed that was planted by the enemy, and so many people fell for it. So it's good to see, based upon the comments that we got in, the overwhelming majority of comments, that you all see this, and we're not the only ones who are seeing this. Yes. It's a shame that the voices that are speaking about this are few and far between, and it's a shame that your spirit man is telling you what is right and it's not being confirmed by leaders in the church you know big well-known leaders in the church i should say i I am starting to find and i'm not for rebellion i I have a leader I, i follow her um as she follows the holy spirit and follows god and i'm i'm not uh i'm not big on being disobedient I'm not big on not having a church home. I'm not big on, you know, people who just say they don't want to be a part of organized religion. You, you have to be able to work in the structure that God put on this earth, and that is that is the church. And the church has many flaws and faults, but it also has many good things that God is able to work through in order to, to reach the needs and meet the needs of the people. Um, there are so many things that are going on right now that, that would just absolutely blow your mind that our government is doing, Biden in, in particular. You know, I recently discovered that a whole brand new department has been created within the Department of Transportation, all of them for all 50 states. And these departments are geared towards electronic vehicles, creating uh getting us off of fossil fuels and preparing the world to be able to receive these things without any limits or hesitations. What the problem is with that is the amount of energy that's going to be spent on doing these things can be focused on other areas. So we're so, It's wonderful that we have electronic vehicles that need to be plugged in and the batteries need to be charged. But what happens when all of these electronic vehicles get plugged in and our right now power system, electrical grid system, is so far beyond being repaired that in California, for example, they have to have rolling blackouts. Brownouts is what they call them in order to keep up with the power supply. So now we get rid of all the gasoline-powered vehicles, and everybody who has a vehicle, who who will be allowed to have a vehicle, is going to have to plug in. Where is the the electricity going to come from 
to charge all of these vehicles up. Can you explain to them what you shared with me the other day about the California uh, blackouts, how you said basically you found out that there's a certain amount of time. Yeah, every day for in a 24-hour period and during those brownouts, a region is shut down. The electric, the electric grid in the region is shut down in order to be able to have enough power to, to uh, in order to be able to have enough power to run the other regions. They're not building new power plants. They're not allowing any new nuclear power plants to be built. They're not allowing any coal plants to be built and to, to fund and to run the electric grid that's there in California. The same thing is happening all across the United States. So where are we going to get this electricity from in order to power these vehicles? Sure, it's better, it's cleaner, but in the long run, is it cheaper? Is it cost effective to have all of these things sitting here? It's not. It's still cheaper to have coal-fired electric plants. It's still cheaper to have natural gas powered equipment. But we don't want to do that because it's a fossil fuel. And these are, these are policies that are coming out of the Biden White House that are destroying the United States. For him to release and say, I'm going to release a million barrels of oil until the end of May, in order to drive the cost of fuel down is nothing. It's absolutely nothing. First of all, we're getting rid of our strategic reserves in case we actually do need it for an emergency. What are we going to do when we, when we run out of those strategic reserves? So now we have no oil. We're getting close to not having any food. We used to have stockpiles and stockpiles of corn and grain in the United States. All of that's gone. It's either been wiped out by different hurricanes and weather events that have taken place, or our government has said, hey, we don't want you growing corn. We're going to pay you to not grow corn and grain. Um, it was something that you were sharing with me that you had found out through um, a friend of yours, I believe Dave, was saying that um, he was trying to buy a lawnmower part, a lawnmower part. Yeah that apparently nobody's making anymore. So basically the things that we used to make in America, we can no longer make anymore. You don't have the manufacturing set up to do it. And the things that we were getting from China are sitting on boats out in the ocean, waiting to be unloaded. Which is another thing that you said, because now Biden is trying to push his, his little weight towards China He's very messed us up because the, the debt that we have to China, of our debt is to China is to China. So they have more control over America than what Biden is uh, trying to. Uh, what's the word? It's just a very dangerous thing. And I know that China understands that they have control. And, you know, um. God spoke to my pastor once again, what, several years back and said that we are going to go to war with China and Russia. So the way that it's looking, and I'm not, I'm not saying that this is third, uh, you know, World War Three, but the way it's looking, if Biden doesn't um, get himself together, who knows what's going to take place? These things are being done intentionally. Yes. And he's, he's not going to get himself together. And it goes back to the enemy. Yep. It goes back to the enemy. And so, see, this is why we wanted to bring this out, because Putin is not the bad guy. He's trying to expose the things that the American gov government is doing. And he's already put a warning out there to Hillary yes. Clinton. And I don't know if y'all paid attention to this, but he said, you guys are putting sanctions on me. I'm going to tell you where all of this is coming from. It's coming from Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden. And I'm going to start releasing information that we have on how deep into Ukraine they are, mm. how deep into the corruption, the human trafficking that's going on, the money laundering that's going on, and all of these high officials in the government. I'm going to release the documentation that we have 
Nancy Pelosi's family, uh, what's his name? Carrie, John, John Kerry. John Kerry's family. He's is he from Delaware? I think he is. No, no. Uh, um, you know Biden and all of them. Um, and you know what's crazy? Since he said that, <laughs> the New York Times has uh, agreed that this Hunter Biden laptop thing is real. When so who, who controls part of the media? The Clinton family. So what the Clinton family is doing, instead of the attention being drawn to them, they're putting Biden under the bus. They're, they're running the bus over top of him. So the more information that you start seeing about Biden, just realize that the Clintons, Hillary Clinton, is behind this because they're trying to keep her presidential run alive. And a lot of people don't believe this. They don't want to understand this. And a couple of people commented on Dmitry Dudeman and the prophecy that he had about a woman president. There is going to come a time where there is going to be a woman president in some of the earlier prophets before the new prophets that we got that prophesied with the wind, who were really close to God and seeking God, saw and heard um, uh, William Branham also. William Branham, Dimitri Dudeman, they saw in the spirit realm that there was a woman that was coming to the United States that was pure evil. Mm. Pure evil. Mm. And when she got into office, she was going to finish destroying the United States. And if nobody believes this right now because they don't want to see it, mm. the amount of people who cried oh my on God. 2016 that was election demonic. night that was in because Hillary Clinton did not win should have shook the whole church and got them on their knees and praying. Yeah. But they didn't. No. They didn't. No. They were too busy trying to fight President Trump and being, and being mad because he got elected. To, to really see and understand in the spirit realm what's going on. Mm, 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 mm. Um, there was an a, a African prophet that um, he just flat out said, I don't live in America, so I'm not getting anything from what God showed me. He said, but I'm telling you, the American um, government, the American people are messed up. And he basically said God showed him in, this, in a dream that if Hillary Clinton was elected, we, America, would have really suffer. So you see the grace that God has on America and that grace is going to come to an end soon. Yeah. If the American people's hearts because it's the people who voted Joe Biden into office it was the church that uh, voted Joe Biden into office and I really believe a lot of this is happening because the church failed to listen to the spirit of God. Yeah. Um, we as uh, Christians, we as African-American people, we got fought so hard by the church. The church actually split yep. um, when President Trump came on the scene. And I'm telling you right now, that man did good in his first month, the first week yep. there in were, office. There were white conservatives who do not like President Trump. Mm. White conservatives who do not. They didn't think he was good enough to be president of the United States. And they have fought him tooth and nail all throughout his presidency. They're fighting him now. The press is fighting him now and everything that he's trying to do. So we we had that split. You know, white men are being targeted. They're being targeted as saying that they're being uh, terrorists because they don't want to, the, to accept people of color. The average white person does not get into racism like it's being told right in the news and right. in the media. Right. They're they're not they're not bound by this racist spirit that the African American people are bound with. Yep. They're not even thinking about color. No. no. But they can't say it because if they do, they're gonna be considered as not woke, not not alive and, and not uh part of the, the culture. And it's a shame because it was blamed on white middle-aged men was the reason that Trump was elected into office. And that had nothing to do with it. I never, I never heard of that. Yeah, it was. It was, it was. And it's still being blamed. I thought so it was the white evangelicals. No. No. The evangelical party, and I've, I've got documentation on this, was split. They did not, half of the evangelicals did not want President Trump to be in office. 
first of all, they hated his wife because his wife was was into. Uh, Shout out to Melania. <laughs> love you, love your style, girl. Her previous life as a model slash stripper, it, it it affected and wounded the the forgiveness in the Christians. It you know it offended them so deeply that she possibly could be on. She could be a stripper, and there's no forgiveness for her for that. And I'm saying that facetiously mm-hmm. because they really actually believe that. But she, she's too dirty to be the, the president's wife. But they failed to see the amount of class that she brought mm. to the White House. I love it. I love it. Here's what gets me mad about the church. They forget where they came from. Yeah. And they act as if what they preach, what they say, what they teach is different than what, how they live. Because how are you going to act like, and this is the same for Putin. How are you going to act like people can't change when yet you read the word like we do? You know that God has mercy and and grace, but yet you can extend your hand of mercy and grace on on a person that God has ordained to be in a specific position. Let me tell you something. Melania speaks six different languages. She can run around anybody that she so desires to. She's a beautiful lady that held her position um, I think well as being first lady. Yep. She has a very soft countenance. I love her style. I love how she carries herself. And so what? She has a past. Everybody has a past. So the church is dead wrong for judging President Trump as well as um, Melania. And, you know, here's the crazy part. This was all planned from the Clintons because guess what? God is vindicating President Trump. And yeah. I told you all. Well, there was a lawsuit that was out from Stormy Daniels. Yep. You know, it was claimed by Stormy Daniels that President Trump wanted to sleep with her. Mm-hmm. And because he wanted to sleep with her, she sued him. And when, he, when they went to court, the court found no evidence and threw it out. And now she owes him uh, like $200,000, $245,000 or something like that. And he's suing uh, Hillary Clinton and her whole campaign staff because guess what? God's on the throne. God is vindicating President Trump left and right. And I told the people that this was going to happen because God is a God of justice. Yes. The things that they had done to President Trump was absolutely ridiculous. And it was all because the enemy had to have his way. Yes. And it's coming back to, to get the people. Um, a lot of people from CNN fell off. The, the uh, mayor from, I forgot his name, Kumo, he got his job lost. Don Lennon, Lemon, whatever his name is, and a few other people from CNN, even the producer, resigned. And this is all the media that supported this crazy thing that Nancy Pelosi, Hillary Clinton, Chuck Schumer, Adam Schiff, all of those people, Ryan, the guy that was that should have been gone, Ryan, oh, um, yeah. uh, uh, whatever. The Speaker of the House, yeah, Paul Ryan, Paul Ryan, just he, dirty. yeah, just playing in the background. These just people dirty. are going down because yeah. God sees all things. I saw an article um, this week about there was somebody that was in the Republican Party that was exposing the sex parties that was going on between both Republican and Democrat leaders in the Senate, the Senate and the Congress, you know, so all of this corruption that's going on with these leaders having these orgies. Hold on. Orgies. Hold on for a second, because this reminds me about how they were saying Jill Biden has been passed around. And I'm like, why would they say that about Jill? And then you told me this was a few months back, and now you're saying what now? The Republicans and Democrats have orgy parties. They're getting together for sex parties, swapping wives, swapping each other. So let me ask y'all this question. It's corruption. Let me ask y'all this question because here's what what really people don't understand this. And and let me let me help y'all make let's make sense out of this. Based off of what you just said, why do people in the church, why do people in the world, but really the church, why do people in the church feel as if God doesn't want his people in positions? Why can't we be political? It's almost as if basically the people who don't agree with Christians being true Christians being into political positions 
It's almost as if they're saying, here you go, devil. Take this whole land of the United States of America and use it however you want to use it. We're not going to fight you on this because we don't necessarily need God's laws to be in place. Like, does that make sense? It doesn't. And the thing that makes America great, that made America great from the beginning was the founding fathers believed in God. That's the argument, too. Historical, no, it's not an argument, it's documented facts. I believe you, but that's an argument too, because here, here's the founding fathers, they had slaves. They are twisting and rewriting history to suit their own purposes and own needs. Yes, the founding fathers did have slaves. Were the slaves inherited? Yes, they were. Was there, was there the, the ability for them to get rid of those slaves? They, if they got rid of those slaves, they would have been cast out into the community and treated far worse than if they made, stayed, on to, stayed in their families and were treated well by these founding fathers. Absent of God, you can't have government because God has to be in every part of the government. Yes. And the founding fathers knew that. And as soon as we reach a place, have started reaching a place where God is being taken out of, and I'm saying this from the standpoint of in the individual, mm -hmm. you as the president have to have a relationship with God. Mm -hmm. You as the senator have to have a relationship with God. You as the congressman in the House of Representatives has to have a relationship with God. Because if you don't have a moral standard from which to live by, you'll do anything. You'll take a bribe. You'll sleep with somebody's wife, sleep with somebody's husband. You'll have somebody killed because there's no, there's no judgment on the inside of here between right and wrong. And if you don't have God, you can't lead anybody. So is it fair to say that people who take that scripture, Jesus has the government on his shoulders. They are, they are misunderstanding what, they're, what that scripture is saying. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So, you know, it goes back to you have to have his spirit as a child of God sitting in these places or you're not going to be able to judge properly. You're not going to be able to live holy and righteousness before the people, before God. So this is why it's important for for God's people who he is calling to get into these high places so we can reverse what the enemy has uh, tried to put in place. So let's talk about this. If you don't have any character, don't get into political office. Because I, I, I can tell you for Delaware politics, the people who, who have passed, and, and I'm saying there's, there's been people who have been accused of child molestation, etc. They get into political office. They don't think anybody's going to find out about the dirt that they've done. And they, they get in a, in a high position or, or start running for a high position. And here come these people. That, that they've, they've molested or they've, they've abused or people they've stole money from. If you're a Christian and you are living righteous and holy before the Lord, you have character, you have integrity, you need to be considering strongly to run for political office yep. because you need to have that strong character and that background. But don't just be jumping on the bandwagon and say, well, I'm a Christian and I'm, I'm going to get in political office because I know what's right. Nope. You got to be strong. You'll fall. You have to be strong because that devil's coming for you. You think he wants uh, his laws to be reversed? You think he wants uh, a real Christian that, that carries the anointing and the power and the spirit of God to, to, to speak what thus saith the Lord? It is so funny because uh, my husband and I were just listening to the book of Jeremiah and he got so excited in his spirit because Jeremiah doesn't play around. God told him from the very beginning, he was young, but God said, you have to speak what I have spoken to you. And in one of the parts we had, uh, you know, I woke up uh, listening to, uh, it was maybe Jeremiah 45 or what have you, but there was a priest that went against Jeremiah and the priest uh, beat him, and the priest had uh, uh, put him away for a day, and then they released him. And the first thing Jeremiah said, God said, and he spoke all types of calamity upon his priest. After he just after he just got beaten, this is this guy right here. I'm telling you, 
Um, and this is who God's called him to be. So he has to be strong in order to speak these things to you, knowing the enemy is going to come after him, but he knows who God is. So this is who you have to be if you are going to be in the political field because you know the devil don't play fair. And you're going to have to be strong when somebody lies on you or when somebody says something about your family or when somebody, you can't be like Will Smith and slap somebody. You have to be strong in the Lord and say, God, you take care of my enemies because I don't have any. You have my enemies and you have to keep going forth to do what God has put in your heart. You should be burning with a, with a, a, an assignment. And that's one thing that I have recently um, spoke out about. I said, God has placed such a tenacity, such boldness in certain people. They will not stop until justice is served. And that's not them. That's the spirit of God going after the enemy. That's right. Closing thoughts. God is on the throne. Always. And he is exposing a lot and it's not going to stop. He's going to keep exposing He's going to keep moving forward. He's going to keep doing what he has ordained to do. And the enemy is going to have to bow his knee. Um, I'm excited. Even though we are living in hard times and the news is telling us a whole bunch of different things. Um, death, you know, is occurring a lot. And, you know, this is the time where spiritual warfare is at its highest because there is a battle in the spirit realm. And you have to determine within yourself whose side you really want to be on. Do you want to be on the truth, which is God's side, the Holy Spirit side, or do you want to be left in the dark, which is where the enemy plays around with? So you're going to have to really stand on whatever you decide to do and whatever you decide to do, take it 100%. It can't be no more gray area. You either are 100% for God or you're 100% for the enemy. So it's your choice. And I hope you make the wise choice to serve God. Um, We know what the end of the book says. You know, those who are not for God get gathered together with Satan and you all are cast into the lake of fire. We don't want to see that happen for anybody. But we need to realize some, some key things. One. The degradation that has taken place in the United States, leaders, leaders politically and leaders in the church, has put us in a position where we are open to be judged by God. Severely. Judged. Meaning, look at the hurricanes, the tornadoes, the weather events that are happening right now. Look at the destruction that is going on. Look at our economy. Our economy is in a position now where we are being judged for the things that our political and spiritual leaders are not doing. And they're not repenting. They're not turning around. They are continuing on with the practices that they have been continuing. This is trouble. This is severe trouble. And the sooner that you see this, the more that you can start preparing mentally to protect your family to protect those you love and sound the alarm for anyone that will hear and that will listen. Yes. We are in a battle between light and darkness. Hopefully you're light. Hopefully because you're listening to this, you're light, but also you're realizing that there's Christ and there's the antichrist and everything that is not Christ is the antichrist. When you look at Russia, when you look at Ukraine, you see a clear battle line that has been drawn between Islam and Christianity. It's clear. And Putin stands for Christianity. He's already put a statement out there saying the West, who we are, America, is dead wrong for allowing for certain things to come into our um, religion, our our Christianity. So you tell me who, who Putin really is. He's not what you think he is. Um, And I'm so glad that God is exposing it because I really feel as if Putin has been wronged for years and God is going to vindicate him as well. I I realized, last closing thought, I realized that Putin has been blamed for a lot of things that he didn't even do. 
think about this this new thing that we all knew from the beginning, but this uh, Russia uh, hoax that Hillary Clinton blamed um, President, President Trump, Trump on. Trump on. Yeah. It didn't have. It was all fabricated, all a lie. And guess who she blamed it on? Russia. So it's so easy for them to say, "Oh, Russia did it. Russia did it." And you know, we were watching some movies not too long ago, and everything in these movies. This is years and years ago. Even though I know that Russia did do some things, but it seems as if people have assumed that Russia is responsible for every bad thing. And Putin has basically said, "It's not me. Ukraine is doing this to their own people." Yep. The Islam ten percent group that has taken control over the Ukraine that Zelensky is a, is fighting for has taken over and they're killing their own people to make a statement. So you tell me. And the way Putin explains it, it's horrific. And he basically said, we don't have anything to do with it. And I believe him. This is truth. Yep. Thanks for listening. This has been Christopher and Catherine Radiant Fire Radio and Daughters of the King. Be prepared. Be Hello. Can somebody hear me? This is Montana Civil Defense. Come in here, calling Raven. Somebody please come in. Come on, Raven. Come in here, calling 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 Raven. Talk to me, Raven. We're committed to excellence and truth as we conduct spiritual overwatch for your soul. We're committed to bringing the whole gospel to you. Simple truths, given with intellectual integrity, far better than Fox News and CNN combined. Please feel free to contact us with questions, comments, concerns at ChristopherRadiantFire.org. Like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Amazon, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and more. Until next time. That was your Overwatch, Einstein. You can thank him later. <laughs>